always knew what I wanted to do But things just don't go smooth But things just don't go smooth Inside out and going outside down It's easy to sing but it's harder to Welcome and good morning. Good morning to you too, Jim. This is Nutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. Or email us questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. I brought a cat hair in with me. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> You're just, you now have like a just a barrier of cat hair. Yes. I'm Jim. I'm Frank. Frank, do you mind if I speak for a minute? Sure. No, go ahead. Here we go. Uh, on Friday, March 6th, a certain serial masturbator is coming to the Philadelphia Metropolitan Outprowse. All night on March 6th. At Lorraine Bar in 15, at 1502 Brown Street, Brown Street in Philadelphia. You think I'd have that memorized? Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be donating 100% of the sales to of ginger highballs and gin lemon sours to War, which is Women Against Organized Rape. It's a local nonprofit. Um, come on down, bring cash, uh, because we want to make sure every almost every dollar possible goes to help these goes to help the uh, nonprofit and not the processing fees. So if you're interested in that, it's March 6th uh, at Lorraine Bar at 1502 Brown Street in Philadelphia. And once I said, once again, we'll be uh, donating 100% of sales of two cocktails to war, women against organized rape. Good for you guys. It's a very nice thing to do. It's something. It is something. You got to try. The thing is, it's like, what are you going to, how do you protest? The only, the only way I think to properly protest is either to take your money away or give your money. Yeah. Standing in the street, nobody listens. No. They really don't. And then if you're, you know, only a small group of people, then yeah, yeah it's a lot easier to ignore you. But money talks. Money, does, money fucking does talk. <laughs> Welcome to the United States. Yeah, exactly. How was your week, Frank? Uh, my week was uh, interesting. I got a, I got a tattoo. First tattoo. Oh, he's life. tattooed. You tat, tat cat now. Yeah, I'm a tat cat guy. Yeah, I got uh. a tattoo of a cat on my arm of all things. Nice meow. So meow, yeah. Now there's there's no hiding. Let's it see. Now. Come on, let's see it. Okay, boom. Oh, look at that. You yeah, like it's it? a cat. It's just cat. It's simple. It's a very simple tattoo. But uh, yeah, I decided to go all out, and uh, my next one is going to be on my face. Nice. It's the only. Well, once you get one, they say it's all downhill from it's there. It's all. Well, look at me. So, <laughs> so this is the thing, though. I got this, and within I want to say two hours, the first person I showed was like, "Oh, are you going to get more?" And I was like. Well, I, I just got, got it, this yeah. one. I don't even know. Now everyone just keeps asking, oh, when's your next one? And I'm like, well, this is less than a week old, and I haven't really been thinking about another one. But I, I actually haven't gotten any in a while. I usually get them like every six months. Wait, do you I have an one. idea for one or no? It's just something that's no. not. Well, I want to get my elbows done, which sucks. Like, so I'm starting to get to the point where like certain parts of my body suck. No. And if you're going to do stuff like torso, like it, like I have one on my back that I hate. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do torso tattoos, you want to make sure it's, you want it. You know yeah, what I mean? Is it painful? Yeah. Yeah. 
Is it painful? Yeah, the torso. Well, I guess. Uh, oh, I have no idea. I heard. Well, my chest is done. Right. No, it's my stomach. I mean, I have no idea. I heard it sucks. I mean, That's, all tattoos suck. I heard that the yeah the stomach, neck, those are the two that no, are not like super painful. I'm still a firm believer that there is a chance that I could become president of the United States and I might have to just, I'd be okay with wearing long sleeves. I'm not wearing a turtleneck. I mean, stranger things has ha- have happened. I think All right, in it's terms true. of the presidency. What else is going on? <laughs> I went rock climbing yesterday too. Holy shit. I know. Aren't right? you sore? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the whole thing. I, I, you know, typically I go, I try to go to the gym semi-regularly, especially after this podcast. I go before or after I got up. Uh, I don't know if I'll make it into the gym. My back is, my Take back a day off. is, yeah, I might need to do that. My one friend, my one buddy was, he's like really big into indoor climbing. I think just climbing in general, but he had told me that you're just using your whole, your whole body. Mm-hmm. So there's groups of muscles, even I lift from time to time that I guess, I've just have never exercised yeah. and uh, yeah, it's a little brutal. It's the same thing with the uh, swimming. It's the same type of it's you're using muscles. You never, ever use. No, there, yeah. there's, there's not a need for them, I guess. Cause I'm not climbing all the time or swimming all the time. Yeah. I'm just well, sitting. How was if your week? you are holding onto the side of a building, like in an action movie, yeah. now you have the ability, like some, you've used some of the muscles, you've loosened them. I know my whole thing now is I want to be like Jason Bourne. So okay. I, I want to be right. able to climb buildings and fight people. Parkour. Parkour. Exactly. Nice. Remember parkour was the thing? Yeah. Remember how popular <laughs> that was for a minute? And people like videos of people like running on top of buildings and jumping and doing like flips and stuff. Yeah. It's cool. I'm trying to bring it back. Nice. I like it. Yeah. How was your week? Okay. I did a bunch of things. Okay. Most of them on my couch. Okay. All right. I watched Ready or Not. Okay. Uh, it was very good and less than two hours. Mm-hmm. And I also watched Knives Out. Also how, very good. How was Knives Out? They were both great. Yeah. Knives Out is over two hours. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's like two and a half or two hours fifteen something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. They were both very good. Ready or not is it's awesome. Yeah. Dude, ready or not. That's the one. If you, you, yeah, you want to out of the two, if you want to watch it immediately, mm-hmm. like if you want to have some fun, put on Ready or Not. Okay. It's the same basic theme. It's basically fuck rich people. Right. But it's uh, very common theme. Very common theme these days with good movies. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, I also finished Fargo season three which was also very good. See, I'm behind on that one. I yeah. think we talked about that before, but yeah, season three, I think is, I haven't seen that one yet. At it's all. all one and two. Yeah, it's not at McGregor all. Yeah. And, um, I can't remember the woman's name. She's awesome in it though. The Swanga. Is it? It's her name. Is there more than three now or? Cause like, it, oh, season I, four starts in April. Okay. April, end of April. I know it's one of those shows that will take years off or whatever. And then pop up like better call Saul. Like yeah. I caught up on better call, call Saul in that last season came out like a year or two ago, like two years. I don't know. It's, it's way different now because we're so used to things coming out like every six months or eight months well, or animates. Yeah. It's yeah. Cores. Right. Exactly. But, uh, with some of these shows, they do the opposite and it just is so jarring anymore. Cause it used to be a lot longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it would play. No, I'm trying to think now they would play seasons, but remember seasons used to premiere in fall. Right. And they would play it through fall and then they would just play in repeats until it came back again. That's true. Think of Lost. Lost took hold. They left you on yeah. cliffhangers and it took until a whole year to get to it. Yeah. It's interesting to think how the landscape has changed. I guess it's kind of the same. I mean, it's always usually at least a year. Right. We're just so used to constant onslaught of everything yeah. that it doesn't, it doesn't seem as long because there's so much dividing your attention, taking things up. Yeah. Castlevania next week. I'm excited for it. I'm going to yeah. watch it. I got a funny story about Castlevania. All right. Shoot. So, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a bar story. I'm not going to, I don't know if this person listens. I'm assuming they don't, but um, 
they I I'd mentioned Castlevania and they complained that Castlevania wasn't enough enough. Uh, I don't really get into it because it's not as much. It's not as close to the video game as I'd like it. And I'm like, well, like side scrolling adventure. He's like, yeah, I wanted more like more tunnels and more. I'm like, so you wanted a guy going around whipping candles? Is that what you yeah. wanted? He's like, yeah, well, no, not exactly that. But, you know, I kind of wanted, like, more of a dungeon crawler. I was like, buddy, you're getting a little niche. Yeah. And then he, like, insulted the bar as being too niche. And I was just like, uh, and I said to him, I'm like, eh, well, well that, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with the subject at right. hand. And at that moment, I officially realized I do not like this fucking person. He got really defensive and he was like, well, well, the, the bar's like a side-scrolling adventure. Well, he well, he was trying to well actually. He's one of these guys, and I realized it then, that doesn't, he can't be wrong. Mm. You can be like, I mean, I'm just talking about opinions sure. and I'm arguing back and forth. Maybe you don't feel it. You'd be like, well, I don't like it. That's mm. fine if it's your personal preference. But sure. if someone gives you points and goes like, well, you know, if you made a side-scrolling television show, basically nobody but you would watch it. Sorry, pal. Yeah. Well, your pants are too tight or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's like, the comeback. Because just admit that you, maybe it's just you. It might just be you. Yeah, and like you said, you can just not like something and not have really a solid opinion as to why. That's yeah. just how life works. But yeah, then to double down and then have this bizarre... Change the subject as like, all right. Yeah. And my response was, well, that actually has nothing to do with this conversation. And I just stopped <laughs> talking to him for the rest of the night. Oh man, that would, that would kill me if I was in that situation. And then it, that was like the end of it. And then you just didn't talk to me. I would be like, all right, I'll see you. I'll yeah. see you. Bye Jim. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm out of here. I was like, yeah, you need another beer. I right, walked to the other end right. of the bar. It's like, I am not talking to this guy anymore. <laughs> I told the staff, it's like, I don't like this guy. So anything we do to get rid of him would there be nice. There you go. Frank. Jim. We haven't spoken in a while uh, about this. Uh, Manga and comics. What are you reading? I am reading the two big things I'm reading. Oh, let me pull up my, my little, I should say here. anything new. Yes. The, the biggest thing I, I'm reading right now is, uh, Bakuman, which I don't know if I had said this, I had like started it and only had read a couple chapters and now I'm kind of really getting in, which is the same creative team that, uh, that did death note. Mm -hmm. And it's about, you know, two teens, they're like in middle school. I think they're going into high school and they're trying to, they're trying to get into Shonen Jump is, is what it is. So you kind of learn how everything works from the ground up, which mm -hmm. is really cool. And you know, it's like, it's of, produced by Shonen Jump, right? Yes. So and it's, it's like a correct. classic sort of Shonen in that, you know, they're middle schoolers and you know, they overcome the odds and all that sort of thing. But it is neat to get kind of a, a peek behind the curtain right. and you learn how like the editorial system works and the uh, ranking stuff. Like I didn't realize how popular that was where I guess there's a lot of weight given to these surveys that are handed out to mm. people and you fill them out and you say, Hey, what's your, the favorite stories that you're reading? You rank them one to three and um, they get sent in. And apparently if you're in that, that gives you like a lot more weight and it, that's your job security essentially. And if you fall off too much, they just cancel it. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, the, the, Especially with a compilation book like Shonen Jump is, if you're talking about the physical book, yeah. yeah. So they can't really track what they're reading, right? With the app, they can track. They, what they can reading. do it now, yeah. From my experience too, it makes a lot more sense because there was stuff that I would be interested in that would just outright get like canceled, mm -hmm. and I would never understand why. And now I kind of I get it. I guess it 
it's not popular enough where people vote for them. Um, that's probably the biggest new thing that I'm reading. Uh, I started kind of reading Black Clover a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which is a kind of a shonen, another shonen one where it's about a magician and he doesn't have magic powers, and you know, there's a whole realm of. Uh, of people who do and you know overcoming the odds and things like that that one i'm not so into actually i've read like 10 or 15 chapters and i think i i might be out on it yeah but, i started reading the anime it's a huge popular anime yeah definitely but i it lost me yeah it lost I me too like, hmm. okay yeah I, I i think i'm a little more i don't know that that type of stuff especially if there's a lot of chapters or a lot of episodes or something it really has to grab me for yeah. me to continue on but uh what are you reading I downloaded the Shonen Jump app, which mm-hmm. I haven't mentioned on here. I ju- downloaded it again. I started thinking like, because I was. <clears throat> yeah. Arr. Yes. And I thought about it. I was like, at what point am I like, I'm at a point in my life where I can pay all my bills comfortably. Right. Why can't I spare $2 for Shonen Jump and read all the manga I want? Especially for that app. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like so nothing. cheap. They make it so cheap. Yeah. But I moved on. I, I don't, I decided I'm not going to read anything that's like popular. Okay. So hopefully they stick around. Mm-hmm. So I started, I've got a couple of them. All right. First up, Undead Unluck I'm reading. Okay. So it's about a girl with a power that brings bad luck. And she teams up with an undead man who is, can re, who just keeps regenerating himself and can't die. And they take on like a malicious corporate entity. I'm only a few issues in. I started reading that. It sounds cool. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, it's definitely like, of course, it's etchy. So he's like... Uh, he can bring because he's trying to kill himself because he wants to not exist. But at right. the same time, he's fighting this entity, these entity, this bad guys that work for a mysterious company. And uh, so he figured out that the more physical contact he has with her, because if she touches people, mm-hmm. it'll bring bad luck. So of course he's trying to like get as physically. He's like, well, we got to have sex. That's the only way you're going to kill me. Right. We'll bring a meteor down if we have sex. And she's like, get the hell out of here. I'm reading that. I'm enjoying that. Okay. I'm yeah, reading. that definitely seems like something that's right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. It is. I'm reading Guardian of the Witch. Okay. Okay, so this is witches are created to fight monsters, and the monsters live over a wall. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're assigned guardians to protect them and care for them, but eventually the witches, who are the product of experimentation, will become these monsters that they're fighting. Okay. And the guardians are supposed to protect them until it's time to kill them. Now, the guardian that's like, we have the guardian and the witch that are our heroes, whose names escape me, I'm sorry. Um, he gets the command to kill her, and he won't do it. So they flee into the woods. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like the combination of a couple different, very popular things. Yes, yes, yes. I'm enjoying it, though. That's interesting. See, these things, and this is all through the app, too? It's all through the app. I, wow. What I did was I went through a list, and I was like, which ones have the least amount of episodes out? Okay. Like, issues out? I was like, I'm going to grab these. So I get them like at ground zero instead okay. of like trying to dive into like My Hero Academia, which I'm not going to do anyway because I'm enjoying sure, it. Sure, yeah. All right. I have some more. Okay. Mashal, Magic and Muscles. Okay. Yeah, all right. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I've seen this one on the app. The other two I didn't, but this <laughs> one I... Uh... All right. Before you even compare them, imagine Harry Potter with one punch man. Right. Okay. So this guy, Mash, promises to become the strongest magician at a magic school, but he has no aptitude for magic. So he just works out and becomes like super strong to compensate for magic. Example, they have a uh, broom flying competition Mm -hmm. and everybody's flying brooms and these people in his class that are, of course, there's always someone against him who hates him because he doesn't belong there. Naturally, yeah. And they're like, there's no way he's going to beat me because he doesn't have any magical aptitude. He just runs really so fast and puts the broom between his legs that at the last like distance, he just jumps and flies through the air. 
And his legs are so strong. Like just just takes it take it up. It's so stupid. I love it. It's not even really funny. Yeah. I don't know why I like it. Because I think it's a simple design. It reminds me a lot of one, which makes me say, like, one punch man, I can see this. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see uh, imitation as a sincerest form of flattery. I'm sure it always happens. So that's what I learned through Bakuman. That's yeah. like a thing. People yeah. will start to, you know, see what's popular, the trends and things like Jump that. Jump on and it. Make, yeah. Put their hooks in. Yeah. Got to make that money, baby. And last, Seventh Garden, which has actually been around for a little while. So I dived into that. Angels exist in, like, a medieval fantasy world. Okay. Um, I'm in. I'm but, in. But angels aren't so nice. Mm. And uh, a gardener is protecting this town and he joins up with a demon to defeat them. So the angels are, are like malicious. Okay. All right. They're like manipulating people and governments and stuff to do what they want. And it seems like they're only doing it to entertain themselves. Huh? And the, the girls are sexy. Oh, nice, hello. So that's what I got. That's what I've been watching them reading on the show. And of course, uh, one punch man, cause I'm caught up on that mm-hmm. and I don't think we're going to get a very good third season. No, I, I don't think so either. Yeah, that's one of those things where now I, I look forward to, I feel like, reading it more than anything. Just yeah, because. last episode had the cat guy, which was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Was, I like him. He is cool. He yeah. got fried, though. Yeah, RIP cat guy. It's funny that it would like, I, I don't know what issue we're up to, I guess, issue one. It's like 15 yeah. or something like that. We're in that area. And some of these characters got introduced like in the first 10 episodes or 10 issues. It are just showing up like we got uh metal knight yeah right like he was a thing in the last he's month. largely been mysterious and you yeah. barely see him and now this is like the first time yeah i think you, you see even him see physically him fight. fight yeah i don't yeah. think i've ever seen him fight because i didn't know what is he's like uh, he's supposed to be like iron man i guess yeah. that's the way his like armor transforms and i like zombie man he was cool zombie man is cool yeah yeah because he doesn't he just can't be killed that's can't like be killed the only thing. he he's just keeps like, like pulls guns and right. knives out but he just can't die yeah no it's awesome he just dies over and over again some similar oh i just put it together just like undead unluck guy there you go so when you read and you watch anime what are certain characteristics like i was thinking about this the other day what are specific things that draw you in sure um so for me i feel like it's it's definitely more story than art or animation like i feel like a strong story i can overcome poor art or animation whereas if vice versa it's more like oh wow this is gorgeous but if the story's not there a lot of times i'm out you mm-hmm. know what i mean because oh, you're, I agree. Just, you're just looking at pretty things and you're like wow the story kind of sucks um you know obviously strong characters are like a big thing i seem to gravitate more towards and this is like i guess not the best thing but i will say i'm 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 getting out of it uh more male dominated cast i seem to uh, to be that's just like what I read and what I watch more. A lot of it has to do with, because, you know, no surprise, I do a lot of shonen, and mm-hmm. that's typically what's. Shonen being stuff that's marketed towards boys. Marked towards boys, and a lot of times, even with, like, say, Black Clover, for instance, there's female characters, but they're, they're few and far between. There's right. not a lot. I mean, that might be a bad example because it's been around a while, and now they have tons of characters, but. Well, let's put it this way. There was a there was a Twitter thing where they were saying that this one episode of Black Clover from one season, mm. from last season, was amazing. So I was like, oh, well, at least let me go check this out. I had no story context or anything. I just sure. know they're magicians. Right. And I went in, and I don't think there was a girl in that episode the whole time. It was like 22 episodes of dudes battling against dudes. Right. And it's just like... It's just dudes on dudes. 
Uh, mm. <laughs> so, well, if it was that, maybe I'd be in. So battle anime manga is like also, I, you know, naturally what I gravitate towards and sci-fi. I, I think sci-fi mainly because I don't, I haven't had much bad, like bad experiences mm-hmm. with sci-fi. Um, whereas something like fantasy, which I actually read, like I outside of anime manga, I probably gravitate towards more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a lot of like bad instances, so I'm not, I don't look as forward to fantasy things. There's some bad science fiction out there too. I've been lucky. I yeah. Been, yeah. Well, yeah, it depends on who recommends it to you. Yes. I think- I've read some bad fantasy. I've read some of those like forgotten realms books that you're just like, Whoa. yeah, well, that's, uh, that's the other thing. <sighs> Both sci-fi and fantasy, in the broad scheme of things, definitely have some not great, yeah. great things. I think I grab towards towards science fiction as well. Yeah. What about you? Um, see, the opposite of you is I need strong female characters in my mm-hmm. show, in my my stories. Um, I was thinking about this, like, when did I start getting into strong female characters? Because it seems like most of the stuff that I really, really, really like, there are strong casts, female-wise. Sure. And I was thinking, like, it has to be, my trigger has to be Ripley from Alien. Really? Like, when I was a kid, I saw that. Like, that was when it first came out on VHS. Right. I'm dating myself. What's that? And my mother, this is, you can't do this anymore. My mother would go shopping at a mall. Okay. The Nishamini Mall. Do you know Nishamini Mall? Yes. Okay, yeah. it's in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Um, but she would just plop us in Sam Goody, which used to be a record store, in front of the TVs. And she would go shopping. This is back when you could do that before they were stealing kids off the streets all the time. Right. Man, I'm really dating myself. Yeah. I don't, and so you would we just would just stand there. there and watch movies. Or sometimes you'd be able to hop on like a ColecoVision that would be like a tester. Right. Uh, man, I'm really dating myself. <laughs> um, just saying words that are just going, well, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. ColecoVision is a little gaming system. VHS. Um, VHS. All way to watch TV. Um, and we sat there and we watched Alien. The original Alien, mm-hmm. mind you, I don't know how old I was. Yeah, I'm not going to say how old I was. Probably not a good, not a good thing, thing for a kid. watching. Yeah. And I just watched it on loop with no sound. Interesting. Yeah, but Ripley was a badass. And oh I think yeah, ever for since sure. then, I've been attracted to female characters, strong female characters. Hmm. I also need a touch of realism in my stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it can be science fiction, but it has to have a touch of realism. It has to be a little grounded. Yeah, there has to be like, and especially when it comes to romance, like if it's a. I like romantic anime, but if it's that silly, like, will, does he like me? Doesn't he like me thing? Uh, I, it loses me. That whole, like, let's spend an entire season of people pretending to like, might like each other. Right. And that could get very tiring. Like That's you why said. I don't like uh, harems. I'm not, uh, the harem is probably the one genre I do not like at all. Yeah, I could probably agree with you because now that I think about it, I'm, uh, there's not much interest there for me. Traditional well. harem, meaning like, you know, it's one protagonist or antagonist, whoever it is. And they're surrounded by the opposite sex who are all trying to get with this person. And we don't find out till the end. Because I can give an example of one um, that actually, in the beginning, you find out what the real... It's Bunny Girl Senpai. You immediately, like, first ep- first issue or episode, you immediately know that the two main characters are together. Mm-hmm. They're dating. A lot of them, it's like, are they dating? Aren't they dating? Ooh. Oh, Senpai. Yeah. It's like, Ugh. I don't like it. I also need consequences. Define that. What do you mean? Like, so, like my characters need to do things, and they they're kind of, what they do affects the storyline or affects the people around them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just I feel like good storytelling, right? Because yeah. otherwise, what's it's the same thing. It's not grounded then because right. you're like you're just doing this wild stuff. And an example of doing it wrong, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is Dragon Ball Z. Okay, where they just reset it with Dragon Balls, or they 
no one knows they exist. They're the secret force that's been blowing up the planet over and over again that no one knows. Dragon Ball is a great example. Yeah. Right. That's the example of, and mind you, I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan, but mm. like as I got older, I realized like, man, they have blown up this planet and brought people back to yeah. life and they have never faced a They just have reset buttons all over the place. Like, and they're like, oh yeah, he's back. Oh, back from the dead. Cop outs. And yeah. of course, sex with monster girls. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> yeah, What? We had a no great way. show with yeah. Monster Girls, but I got taken <laughs> off another channel. That's what you would, yeah, look forward to the most. Yeah, I got taken That's... off. Uh, got taken off Kobe TV now. Is it like completely done though? Then no, it's or on a couple it... other channels. Okay. I mean, you got to think. You know, we're thinking from a closed-minded mindset from the U.S. looking towards Japan. Mm-hmm. Japan is it's about the size of the entire U.S. East Coast. Seems about right so if it's off in philadelphia it doesn't necessarily mean it's not airing in miami right you know what i mean it might be airing in miami sure there are independent cities it's not one giant broadcasting company that broadcasts everywhere oh okay it's licensed out it's not like say another island the bbc i think that's how they operate it's just the one what is bbc like one through ten or whatever yeah and that's it it's yeah there's nothing nothing else beyond that i mean now nowadays but i think for broadcast yeah all right, you ready? You want to do some news? Yeah, I'm buckled yeah. in. Let's do some news. All right. All right. Did you hear about this little thing going on over in Asia called uh, coronavirus? Oh, I've heard something about it. Yeah. You might have heard about it over here because people are racists in the United States. And they're saying that <laughs> all Asians, they're people freaking out in the subway because someone's coughing. and it's such a bizarre Someone got attacked. Thing. Oh, no. That's horrible. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, I do know, I, I read the, uh, an article about people not visiting you know, like Chinatown, Chinese restaurants and things like that. That's for, time to go. Me and my well, wife were talking I mean. about what we should go back to Japan. Now yeah. Kyoto is actually advertising saying, did you ever want to experience Kyoto empty? Now's the time to go. Cause there's nobody here. Right. And Kyoto is beautiful. It's probably not a bad idea, right? Yeah. I've dude, I, I brave the elements. I do it. I go out during flu season. Yeah. Why not? This but, is racist. I, yeah. I don't get it. All right. There's been closing and cancellations and delays and stuff from the, COVID-19, that's what we're calling it now. Certain Scientific Railgun, mm-hmm. this is a show we're not watching, has been delayed. Uh, the Ghibli Museum is closed for indefinitely. Well, no, I think they gave a date. And a show that we shot down that we weren't going to watch was A3. Yeah. Actors Adventure or something it was? Yeah, something bizarre. Yeah, summer and spring. It's just going to, it's stopping and it's going to restart in April. Okay. Because they can't produce it because they're producing it overseas. Oh, all right. I mean, I'm assuming. Right. So, I mean, so they're going to start it back up for, I guess, spring? Yeah. Hmm. Well, some of the... I didn't notice that I feel like some of the shows have been slowed, at least with the release schedule. Yeah. Um, well, they're delaying them by like a week, two weeks. Yeah. Some of them seem more affected than others because there's some shows that are on like episode nine now, and I've seen like... Some are on six or seven, so yeah, our, our season finale is going to be all screwed up. Yeah, it'll be fun. Now, listen, <laughs> before we even dive into any coronavirus speak, uh, people died from this thing. Yes, and let's yeah, let's yeah, yeah. let's let's put it out there. There is no need to be insensitive. No, but if a virus is going to screw up my watch schedule, <laughs> I'm going to put my fist down. Yes, yeah, exactly. Be safe out there, people. Yeah, be safe and don't be racist. Also, Subway stopped because some guy coughed in Japan. 
Is that for real? Someone coughed without a mask because there's a shortage of masks mm-hmm. in, in Asia right now because of this panic. Let's call it what it is. It's a panic. Sure. And uh, they stopped a train. Someone pulled the lever, talked to the wow to the operator, said, oh, there's a guy coughing in here. I'm afraid I might get the coronavirus. So they had to stop the train. They took the two people off. They talked to them, and they put them back on the train, and they went. That's amazing. Yeah, in a bad way. Yeah, well, in a bad amazing way. Amazing as yeah. in. I'm Not absolutely as amazed like, anyone all, would be able yeah. Definite awe. Because I, yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been in a situation. I, I got to be like, I feel like bleeding to do something like that where I got to like stop a train because I'm too much of a person that's like, oh, what's everybody going to think? Like, I can't do this. I would have to be like, yeah, I'm dying. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea to stop this train. But coughing. Oof. There's a bunch of uh, professional wrestling organizations that are doing closing doors, not allowing interaction between fans because they usually have like meet and greets afterwards right. and before they've canceled that they're not doing those wow, that's a shame well i mean it's just a situation you get all these people in one spot like you're talking about a thousand people in one room all it takes one person <sighs> apparently that's what happened on that board that ship it was like one couple had it and they were quarantined and then everybody on the ship well a lot of people on the ship got it because of that one that's how viruses work Blow your nose. Uh, Wash your hands. I shake in my head. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yes. All right, let's move on. Box office Mojo website is reporting that Masaki Yuasa, you know Masaki Yuasa? Mm -hmm. Yeah. His Ride Your Wave film earned $298,990 on Wednesday and $1,799 on Thursday, which is the sub. Right. Why do you keep putting out the sub in the United States? Like, I don't know. Why are you wasting time? Especially with those types of numbers. 2000 bucks, like, made? That's my. So, I, yeah, I don't want to get into a whole thing, but, like, why just just do both? Because a lot of times when these ones, they, they pop up, the dates are, I almost, I can never go. Midweek, I, yeah. That's yeah, G-Kid. I guess it's G-Kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the. Adam events did this. Some of the bigger ones will get, like, longer releases. My Hero Academia, um, Dragon Ball, they'll usually last a little longer. But then this stuff, like, it's like, yeah, hey, Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm like, cool, I work. Yeah. Can't do it. I'm just not saying it. Uh, the film was number nine on Wednesday. So it got over $300,000 in those two days. Maybe it's time to start experimenting with slightly wider releases. I mean, I'm sure there's numbers behind it that don't support it, but yeah. it seems like it would, right? It's uh, if you're unfamiliar with Masaki Yuasa, he did "The Night Is Short," "Walk on Girl," and "Devil Man Cry Baby," mm. and he's doing this season's uh, "Keep Your Hands Off Izuken." And Very we good. have talked about that. We have go back and listen to an archives, but we love it. We do. Yeah, I'm not going to give away the storyline of this because I don't want to spoil it, but it's something that'll make you cry. So I'm not going to see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. You got to see it in the privacy of your home. I'm going to cry where, alone, where nobody can make fun of you and kick you and say. No, my cats kick me all the time. <laughs> well, like you can't escape the kicking, I guess. G Kids announced on Tuesday that it will screen Studio Four Degrees Celsius anime film of Daisuke Agarashi's Children of the Sea. It's going to be in U.S. theaters in April. So, um, Japanese with English subtitles on April twentieth, and English dub on the twenty second. So we'll look at. on one day and $2,000 on the next day. (laughs) Yes. Uh, It'll begin a limited theatrical run on the 24th. It screens in Canada the 22nd and 23rd of April. Another Fathom event? Another. This one's G-Kids. Oh, G-Kids. Yeah, Fathom event's the other one. Yeah. This is uh, about a uh, 
girl that sees ghosts in the water and dead fish. I don't want to give away too much. These uh, are we gonna cry? These summaries. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, the Masaki Yuasa well, the, one's gonna that, make me yeah, cry. Yeah, but his stuff makes me cry. Children so. of the sea, though. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. It's just crying. There's dead fish. <laughs> if you're really attached to fish, then yeah, for sure. Little uh, climate change story. Mm. Poor fish. I'm crying already. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Netflix announced on Wednesday that Netflix and production IG's Soul Levante anime will debut on Netflix on May. There's a lot of Netflix in that sentence. March 23rd. The anime is an experimental project between Netflix and production IG to produce the first hand drawn. 4k hdr quality anime well that's that's certainly interesting i wonder what the 4k hd hand drawn hdr hdr oh uh wow okay i mean i'm here for it and netflix is continuous they're just pumping money into this yeah just good it is but the problem is is that there's only a couple companies that own every single production company (laughs) kind of sucks wow yeah that's a whole other (laughs) thing yeah uh, I have no idea what this is about. I didn't look into it. Um, I know that in the statement they were saying, the production guy was saying that uh, this is an experimental technology and they're, it's going to take a lot of money and time to get this done. So We'll definitely be covering it. But though. they said March 23rd, so I doubt that's here. I'm assuming yeah. that that's the Japan release. And then it'll get super hyped. It'll and be in it'll the be like, plane of Netflix hell. We'll yeah. have to wait for and it to get We'll here. get it in August. You'll be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Everyone's been raving about this, and I can't say it. Let me know what Cloudflare is, because I'm about to talk about Cloudflare, and I'm old, and I don't know what tech is. Cloudflare? Flare. Flare. So, Shupan Coho Center, which I believe is the like book transparency center in Japan okay. or something, which is overseas publications. Announced. I tried to look into what this was. I couldn't find an answer anywhere. I'm assuming that's what it was through direct translation. Mm-hmm. Um, announced on Thursday that Japan publishers Katakawa, Kadansha, Suesha, and Shogo Kukan reached a settlement with American web security company Cloudflare in June of 2019. Cloudflare agreed to stop caching, cash, caching content of its uh, on its Japanese servers from specified piracy websites. If the Tokyo District Court deems that the sites are infringing on copyrights, so basically these company these these pirate companies were paying Cloudflare to host piracy. Okay, that's basically skating around it. The plaintiff claims that Cloudflare has provided service to manga piracy sites, despite knowing that the sites are illegally offering manga. Among other services, Cloudflare can act as an intermediary between a server and its end users providing contact when the original server is facing connection issues or or DDoS attacks. So they just distribute denial of service. They've just knowingly supported these these websites, it sounds like. And they were like, yeah, he called us. They were paying us, but uh, they're really cracking down, I feel like. That's good. They should get their money. Yeah, no. Especially these, let's pay these. I had listened to this podcast. I'm not going to put them over, but they were talking about um, about uh, the conditions in Japan mm-hmm. for illustrators. They make two bucks a sheet. No way. A sheet? A sheet. The wow. most they can get done is 40 sheets in a day. Holy. They're busting their ass for 80 bucks a day. Right. What the fuck? This is a skilled, this is a skilled profession. They just rely on like, uh, this has been your dream, right? 
Yeah. Starving artist. You know what I mean? See, I, I hope that that's the sort of thing that's going to change, especially as it becomes easier, uh, in general to like release your own stuff and things like that. So, you know, these public big publishers have to compete with more like independent stuff. Yeah. It's happening. I know in video games, it's like a big thing where these conditions are coming out and it's absolutely ridiculous what some of these people do along the same lines. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it's like, Oh yeah, well you've always wanted to work, uh, you know, and, and do video games. Right. And you're like, yeah. And you're like, well, you're going to be working a hundred hours and getting paid nothing. It's a shame. I know that, Notoriously, Kyoto Animation was very good with paying people a good rate, and then they got attacked. Is it really that hard to like just capitalism, man? Late stage capitalism, just baby. Pay people though a decent wage, and then everybody's happy. They've done numerous studies about stuff like that, where it's like, hey, you know what? If you keep your employees happy, the work is better yep. and more done more efficiently. You know, all that science fiction we read and watched, all we were just talking about reading science fiction. It's all coming true. Corporations are destroying us. Ugh. Go Netflix. <laughs> go Amazon. Yes. Here we go. Go Time Warner. <laughs> go Sony. AT&T. Yep. Speaking of uh, predicting the future, did the 1982... Uh, let's, let's dive into Let's Get Weird with Japan here. All right. Yeah. Let's get weird with Japan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did the 1982 Akira manga predict the coronavirus, Frank? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. Did it? We're about to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so a tweet came out from uh, Koto Hirano, who was the creator of the manga series Helsing. Okay. And this happened in July. And during the Hong Kong street protests, he spotted a protester holding like a uh, stop sign as a weapon shield type thing. And he pointed out a, 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 a photo from an image from the Akira uh, manga. Mm-hmm. Well, someone recently zoomed in on that image and they noticed a sign in the background. Okay. Okay. And the sign states World Health Organization's response to infection disease, infectious disease outbreak criticized. Uh, what? Coincidence, Frank? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I I think it's from the future. Yeah. (laughs) I am going to be firmly in the conspiracy theory. Okay. And say that they knew about it. Someone from the future came back and told them that we're all going to die. Do you think that somebody from the future, maybe this is what happened. They came back and I'm open. I'm open to all suggestions. So they came back, right? And they just told a select few people. Um, and they told, uh, what's his face from Simpsons, all a bunch of stuff. And he's like, here's a playbook and it's not anything that's going to be too Who's, crazy. What's his name from but, Simpsons? Uh, you completely lost I think, me. I have yeah, no idea what, who you're talking uh, about. Who's the, the, the head honcho on the Simpsons. One of the, oh, the main guys. Oh, Mr. I don't, I don't watch the Simpsons. Uh, I just mean the creative guy. Uh, oh, oh Mac Ronig? Mac Ronig, yeah. Okay. So they came guy, and he was like, hey, and he just went to select people and slid them a little playbook. And he's like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. Make sure you just put it in. Uh, what does this have to do with the Simpsons? Does the Simpsons. Well, this is, well, you know how they had predicted like um trump becoming president was like a thing no i don't know anything about this you gotta listen this this is a uh, this is a podcast for layman that is true yes i have no i honestly do i haven't watched simpsons in 20 years i honestly have no idea what you're talking about yes as a sorry this is this is me being indebted in like uh embedded rather in in internet culture is so the simpsons has um has had time and time again these instances where stuff there's been episodes primarily in the 90s 
where they have seemingly predicted things that happened 15, 20 years later. Okay. One of them being the Trump presidency okay. was like a big thing. Um, there's a couple other examples that are escaping me. But I think that somebody from the future came and contacted a select few creatives and slid them something and said, hey, these are, these are things going to happen in the future. You should you should put them in your product. That sounds, abs- I believe it. You believe it? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I got some cool JFK ones too if you want to really get into that. <laughs> Some theories about that assassination. We so could they be came, here all he day. came to Japan, saw Otomo-san, mm-hmm. and they were like, listen, this is an alien, mind you. Beep, 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 bop, Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> right? Do they speak in binary? I'm going to assume they speak in binary. Yes, okay. So yeah. they find Otomo-san. They say 0111010111. And he's like, oh, I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm, you're speaking my language. Right. And then he wrote this scene. Boom. And don't forget, I mean, even to tie this together, the, the Olympics is what they're building for the Olympics in Akira. The Olympics are happening in Tokyo this year. Whoa. I'm telling you, this is all. Whoa. There's no way you can debunk any of this nonsense. I'm I'm about to leave. Goodbye. My mind is blown. Fred, are you here? Have you gone? Goodbye. COVID-19. All right. Our last news article seems innocuous enough. Mm -hmm. P-Cube and Rice Digital announced on Friday that they will release five PB. So five peanut butter and jellies. Is it wrong to try to pick up to try to pick up girls in the dungeon? Another long name that I can't read. Infinite combat game for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, and PC in the West this spring. Are you going to play it? Well, let's find out. Okay. Uh, the game mixes elements. I'll give you a little description. Okay. I swear I wrote this myself and then just copy pasted it. The game mixes elements of dungeon crawling and role playing gameplay with a visual novel style story. The story features events from the first anime season, as well as new content. In addition to story mode, the game includes procedurally generated extra dungeons and date events, so you can date the girls or date the guys, to interact with other characters. Seems this sounds like fun, right? Yeah, uh, it okay. sounds like something right up your alley. Now, this is the part that's right up my alley. <laughs> the company also announced they will release a collector's edition of the game Ooh. for the Switch and PS4 versions that will include a soundtrack, an art book, a reversible pillowcase of Hestia, the goddess from the show, of course. A set of six art cards and a box for the set. Those who purchase the collector's edition will be able to vote on what images will be on the art cards. What's the reversible image on the pillow? Oh, no. Oh, it's Hestia's <laughs> ample breasts. It's just an image of her boobs. Just exposed? Or- yeah. oh. I, I actually was like... I was reading this article. <laughs> I looked at the picture and I started bursting into laugh. And I was like, I, I can't with anime. I can't do it. And so, my wife's like, What are you talking about? I was like, And I ran it down for it. And I'm like, What do you think the, the reversible pillow is? And I turned around. She's like, I hate this shit. This is why I don't watch it with it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you could, you, you have a side, the one side that. One side's her, like, Yay, sure, I'm Hestia. It's for guests. Yes. And, and then they- when you're ready to get down and dirty. Then when it's just you and you your got pillow and yourself. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Let's get that pillowcase you for go. you. Your wife would be so happy. <laughs> what happens in Japan doesn't necessarily stay in Japan. Bring it on over yeah. here. I'm, over, right. I'm signing up. I may never play the game, but I got that pillow. <laughs> oh, man. Frank, we did something we talked about for a while. Something that was just available to us over the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. We watched... Spring 2019's Carol and Tuesday. It's funny to say that it came out in spring. 
Right. Almost a year later. Yeah. Because we got half and then we got another half. Yay. Finally. Finally. Streaming on Netflix. Uh, episodes. There's two cores. Uh, it was 24 episodes total. 22 minutes apiece. The studio's bones. You may know them. My Hero Academia, Mob Psycho 100, Bungo Stray Dogs, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood are some of the things they've done. Uh, the source is original. Director is Shinichiro Watanabe and Motonobu Hori. The genres, genres, drama, music, romance, sci-fi. Synopsis. 50 years have passed since mankind began, began migrating to the new frontier, Mars. Ooh. It's an age where most culture is produced by AI and people are content to be passive consumers. There's a girl. <laughs> it's grabbing a living in, metropolis, in the metropolis of Alba City. She's working part-time while trying to become a musician. She's always felt like something's missing. Her name is Carol. Hmm. There's a girl. Another one? <laughs> Born to a wealthy family in the provincial town of Herschel City, she dreams of becoming a musician, but nobody around her understands. She feels like the loneliest person in the world. Her name is Tuesday. Ooh. A chance meeting brings them together. They want to sing. They want to make music. Together, they feel like they might just might have a chance. The two of them may only create a tiny wave, but that wave will eventually grow into something larger. <sighs> no horror in the genres, by the way. No. The genres. little background. Uh, the series is a commemoration of the 20th anniversary of Bones and the 10-year anniversary of the record label Flying Dog. Shinichiro Watanabe, uh, you may know him from Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, Space Dandy, Kids on the Slope, which is a listener request we're going to have to watch. And um, the other guy, <laughs> sorry, uh, Matsunobu Hori, he uh, did some just episode direction and art direction, stuff like that, various shows. On bones stuff. Mm. So Frank, what'd you think of Carol and Tuesday? Carol and Tuesday. Super enjoyable. I didn't think that I would like it as much as I did. Uh, animation is really solid. Character design is great. Obviously the music is fantastic because if the music wasn't, I would probably hate this show. If I had to listen to the songs and hate them. And then hate them. Yeah. Uh, I really like the overall environment of like Mars and uh, some of the questions that they, they pose, uh, especially with like AI and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, yeah, it was awesome. What did, what did you think? I loved this show. Yeah. I did. It was so much fun. Um, one thing that I noticed, and since it took so long for it to come out, mm-hmm. Cal rides around in one of those motorized sk- skateboards. Mm-hmm. And now I see those all over Philly. One-wheeled motorized skateboards. That's usually white dorks riding it. Right. I know exactly what you're right? talking. They look like uh, like some sort of caveman esque because it's like the one yeah, wheel yeah, yeah. and it's like it has yeah, like, it's... like Flintstones rock wheel in the middle. Right. It's real wide, and I see them whipping down the street, not stopping. Yeah, I don't because I'm an old person. I need you to stop at the stop sign. Make sure you stop here. How one wheel? There should be at least four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids nowadays. Oh. Yeah, I see them. I see those all the time. Uh, I really like this show. Um, it's definitely has your classic against the odds mm-hmm. shown in style, but, uh, the character designs gorgeous. The songs are great. Um, their story is great. We conquer all kinds of odds, 
political. We got a Donald Trump character. Yes. Uh, let's talk about the themes of the show. Okay. Let's do that. Okay, so the themes basically touch on some stuff. If you want to chime in, go right ahead. I'm just going to okay. go through that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Racism. Definitely. Yeah. Seems like the only people they were locking up were brown people. Brown people that were, yeah, from Earth. Yeah. Immigration. Immigration, yeah. So basically they're going around. At some point, They uh, there's a right wing, they call them conservatives, mm-hmm. a conservative candidate who is pushing bills to lock up immigration because there's some kind of tension between Earth and Mars. Yeah, it never gets into never it gets into fully. Where it's an actual yeah. warfare or if it's just some kind of tension. So they're locking up uh, people who were born, who weren't born in, on Mars. They're locking them up for deportation. They're Earthers. Yes, Earthers. Two of the musician characters get locked up. One guy named Ezekiel. The other guy's name is Zach? Yeah, I think it's Zach. What's that, Zach? Both. Ezekiel, uh, first of all, Ezekiel's songs were awesome. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Both people of color, too. Yeah, both people be. of color. Yeah, yeah that's like, it's only people of color in those jail cells. Yeah. Um, censorship? Censorship, for sure. Yeah, they're, they want to, uh, they think music is uh, undermining society. So they start locking up musicians. Isn't it always? Yeah. It's music. The kids. The kids. Damn kids. Damn Darned kids. kids. The music industry in general, just their climb to the top. Mm-hmm. A little, a little uh, cloud, head in the clouds, the music industry thing. But you know, everybody yeah. working together, no one trying to screw each other over, which is a big thing. That was one of the things that, yeah, it doesn't. They, I feel like, don't touch on at all because everyone's, for the most part, like gets together yeah. and everyone's happy. Um, that is, that's a picture that I. I don't really see happening at least currently or even in the future. No. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that might've been a little too optimistic, but, um, well, I mean, they, they still did live in a dirty warehouse Yeah, until the very true. end. Yeah. But it's, they say at the one point, it's like a, they do make a note of saying that it is a choice though, that they, yeah. they live there. Yeah. So that was a nice little moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, friendship. Definitely friendship. And good people banding together for good things. Yes. Which is of the movies I watched this weekend, that's the good people win. The bad people suffer. Which is nice, you know? Because I'll tell you at the end there, I got a little worried they were all going to die. <laughs> good. That's, maybe that's just me. Wait, really? Yeah. I don't Let's just put it this sure. way. The, the immigration office, the ICE of Mars, shows up with machine guns at some point, And I was just like, oh, fuck, no, no. Oh, oh okay. no! You definitely went. No, that I way. watched too much anime. <laughs> no, where you were like, oh, don't. oh no, no, don't do it. No, yeah, Mars, yeah, Mars ice mice, yeah, <laughs> mice, yeah, they're mice. That's what they were called. Uh, I love the show. Yeah, uh, everyone only has first names. Did you notice that? Yeah, now that you say it, I, I didn't notice it, but every yeah, single person. Right, yeah. I think Zach was their manager. Is that, suppo- is that supposed look at to be this. something gotta, like on. a future thing, you think? Or Where everybody just, just get gets called of. by their first name. Right. I got to find out the... I think one of the interesting things, too, is uh, kind of the uh, inclusion in AI. This is like a big sci-fi thing in general and becoming more and more relevant in today's age. But the push for like AI to do more and more, and at what point should they... You know, should you be like, hey, uh, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't have AI, you know, start producing music and things like that kind of loses the soul. Yeah. I think it was Joshua. It was Joshua was the other guy and their manager is Gus. Gus. Yeah, sorry, I can't believe I had to, I just watched the whole thing. I forgot their names. Yeah, AI uh being used as a weapon mm-hmm. was the thing. Um Oh man, I can't <laughs> This is a really good show. Um 
of the episodes that I liked the most, I liked, I mean, it's not a very good episode, but Tuesday had a stalker. Okay. Yeah. The black Knight. Yeah. The black Knight. Yes. Uh, the Desmond episodes where he's, he's the guy that's sick in his wheelchair and the, Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry. The Tuesday one wasn't the Black Knight. It was uh, sure I forget. Wasn't. the Black, Black Knight was Angela Stalker. Tuesday's one was uh, I forget what her name was because that was when they were they were uh, on the oh Jesus show. I forgot all about that Angela my, Stalker. Yeah, that was yeah. Fault. Tuesday was the girl that they were competing with. Right. Yes. I forget what her name was though. Yeah. She's only in like two episodes. Yeah. Uh, the final three episodes with the Mars Grammys was fun. Yes. Um, agreed. Tuesday falling for the older reporter Kyle was fun. I just want to. Yeah. She, I think Tuesday's supposed to be like 15 or something like that. Yeah. She falls for this she older falls guy. She falls so easily, yeah. And he does it on purpose. I mean, he's flirting with her to try to get information out of her because her mother, spoiler, her mother is running for president. She's the, yeah, she's the and she's And she's the right-wing one person. Of course, she was a victim in the end. It's like, come on, man. Mm. I didn't like that. No. It's like, I didn't feel bad for her. She embraced this weird right-wing rhetoric just to become president. So that was kind of my one complaint with it, and I kind of touched on it, where you know everything ends, everybody's happy. And it it, it works in the sense that it makes you feel good about watching the show, right. which the show is a very feel-good show. It is, it is. But then some of the arcs wrap up in like an almost unbelievable, like that, where you're like, oh, okay, I guess, Let's all sure. forgive this person that uh, embraced racism and stuff like that because they decided that because they found out that they're the guy they were working with orchestrated some kind of thing and it's like well that was the whole like yeah so it wasn't well yeah i don't want to get into it too much but it it was just like yeah it was just wrapped up too perfect that was that that's my only complaint is that it wrapped up a little too she should have gone to fucking jail yes <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like some kind of conspiracy at type the of very jail least thing. or had it something where She's, you know she uh, lost or I, something well she, uh, she stepped down she steps down yeah yeah if she had like kept running for president right. and then like her family disowns her and then she loses right the mars people decide yeah that's not us like, and you're like land oh, slime cool. and then yeah. they have to land slime landslide and then they have to like she has to beg her kid like we're writing the ending sure yeah her kids have to be- she has to beg her kids to forgive them and stuff like that. forgive yeah, her and that would have like been that, that would have been, been cool. something i feel like if the show was to continue on they probably would have they could something. have done. they could have done something like that i mean yeah. they, they they at the end of it they say there's no season two basically I did like that yeah. too. Season two coming soon in your dreams, <laughs> bitch. Because I, yeah, after it ended, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then they were like, "Psych!" And I was like, "Uh, nah. you got me. You got me. You'll blow it." <laughs> um, I like Flora as like the drug-addled phone star. Mm-hmm. Can't sing anymore. And I like the thing with Carol's father. That was good. Too. I really liked yeah that that one episode. Uh, the kids are all right. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. That, the end, that's kind of the the end of that arc. I really enjoyed that. The every episode named after a song. Yes, that was, that was cool. cool. Um, and of course, the number one, my favorite character in this whole show, Lonesome Clarence. Lonesome Clarence. <laughs> so they drop all the names of like the people that can win best new star, best new Grammy star of Mars mm-hmm. or whatever, and they go through this list of people, and we've met most of them and then suddenly they got this guy on a mesa with a guitar and his name is lonesome clarence and he's just hanging out he's just playing the guitar <laughs> the first time i saw I, I looked through that i was like wait a second i had to pause i, I, I backed it up yeah, i backed it up everybody like, else is his name really lonesome, lonesome clarence? clarence and he was apparently gonna be best new music like yeah. he even says at one point i think like i'm a little old, old. <laughs> I'm a little old. Well, I mean, it's in Japanese, but I, it came off as me That's as he was a country yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Who was your favorite songs from the show? Uh, Round and Laundry, hands down. Which one? That's the one, the first one. I think it's called Round and Laundry. That's the one that they sing when it's like one of their first one or two songs when they're in the uh, laundromat. Right. They're watching. Oh, the okay. Yeah, yeah, around. that's right. It's like the most poppy song. So yeah. I think that's why I gravitated towards it. I like the Ezekiel songs. I said that already. Yes. And I love the ED, the Angela ED in Core 2. Okay, yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's really solid. Yeah, you get predicted what was going to happen yeah, to Angela. Right, yeah. Or Angela. I felt bad for Angela. Yeah, the the show is uh, the one thing though with Angela is she's probably like it's almost the show is almost about her as much as it is about Carol. And it is. I, I think it's like a following the path two different paths of people getting to superstardom. Mm-hmm. So you have like the organic way where these girls were playing on a bridge, and then you have a, someone who was already rich. She's an Angela's yeah. model, and then she decides she always wanted to sing. She wanted to be a model. And she goes through like a corporation, almost like they have an American Idol thing, like storyline. Yes, which was fun. It was like a, it was like classic training I arc like thing. That. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, the the mermaid sisters, the yeah. the cross dressing, they were great. They yeah. were just cursing. All of them were really the the. Um, <laughs> they were disqualified for being too vulgar. For too vulgar, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, what were the, the old men that were like the metal? Oh, uh, oh, the, the one guy, OG, uh, Oh, the guy that was sang opera. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah. There was a lot of like, there's just very, uh, cool, memorable, even like side characters yeah. that are like, Oh, they're in for two episodes or an episode. OG bulldog. OG bulldog. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. The fire brothers were the old guys. Yes. The fire brothers. <laughs> My favorite, one of my favorites, um, interestingly enough, it was, is Tao, who is uh, coupled with Angela for most of it. I think that she's pretty much the only one that um, he interacts. He interacts only with her. And Angela kind of and her, Angela's mother. And Angela's mother. Um, but he went, if only because I don't want to get into it, but he went from a character that I like did not pay attention to, to did not like. Yeah. And then ultimately I was like, oh, okay, cool. I like this guy. Yeah. I don't know why. Just something about him and his arc was uh, was really was really uh, fascinating to me. Yeah. He's the, he's the uh, AI guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a big reveal at the end and... Yeah, which also felt like a little bit too much of an info dump. That yeah. was like where they were like, "Hey, yeah, this, this, and this," and then bye. I was like, "Oh, wow, okay." And then the show. Well, we find out where we find out where Angela comes, what Angela comes from, and then, um, that's kind of just like a wait, what? Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, by the way, this also happened," and you're like, "Wait, what? Okay." Yeah. All right. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. So your favorite characters. Tal, I would say Carol on Tuesday, obviously. Mm-hmm. Toby, weird, oddly enough, was uh, was a cool. I always liked that kind of uh, that type of character, the curmudgeon, like old veteran that's been through it all. Yeah, Toby was cool, drinking tequila and his. He's just being a jerk. I think he's supposed to be from. I don't. I couldn't figure that out if that was a joke or not because um, he talks about how he's from because he, he wears a cowboy hat, uh-huh. I think, and he's supposed to be from Texas. But I didn't know if that was like a joke or. He might be. He's old. He might have. Come yeah, over. he could he's have. An immigrant like, as well. Yeah, I like Carol. Carol, and I liked Ertigan, the Ertigan. DJ guy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he was ridiculous. He was ridiculous. I liked him because he was like they painted him as being a jerk, and then he eventually never proves that he's not. He's always a jerk. Yeah, they. You're right. Yes, it's like fall from grace, <laughs> but it's like a comedic jerk. He's not like yeah. a complete piece of shit. No. Yeah. He's he's pretty good, and his arc does not go yeah like you said the way that you think it would. He's just always kind of the same. He's yeah, yeah no, he's good. I like the small touches in the show too that were like okay, this is a city in on Mars, but they did things to make it look like cities on Earth. Like they lived in a warehouse underneath, like basically the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. 
And then when they were when they would go for their runs, which I always got a kick out of because Tuesday couldn't run worth of shit. Right. And they would go for their little runs to get in shape for their big shows, and it looked like they were going by Tokyo. It was pretty cool. It was cool. I did love visually. The it runs. was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and the little things. The runs was fun because they almost always did it because they were so pumped up about something that happened that they were like, we just got to go for a run. Yeah, every yeah. I think every episode had like a training montage song break. Yes. Yeah, which yeah. was fun. It was good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right, Frank, what's your new ta- official Nutaku ranking for Carol on Tuesday? Uh, I'm going to go with must watch. Yeah, I agree. Must watch. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, why not? Because if, for one thing, it's on Netflix. It, it flows well. It, it's definitely, I could see why they picked it up it works well if you're binging it mm-hmm. um overall it's the only problem i had with that model though was there was i know a lot of like original content outside of the show most notably their instagram page mm. so they i did, didn't know anything about that i didn't until, know anything yeah. until i started like doing some some little research here and there but in the first episode they take a photo and they're like oh we're creating an instagram page and then they actually create an instagram page that i guess as you know, follows the story. Along. Yeah. That's so it's cool. like kind of cool to see that. Um, but if you're, you're binging it, you kind of miss out on it. That's funny. I wonder if Angela and crystal and all of them have pages. Cause they, crystal has that. Right. She posts the image when she hears the right. song. So that's like, what I'm saying. Oh, oh, yeah, man, that's cool. that is great. I love viral marketing. What a, what a neat idea. Yeah, right? But we didn't hear about it cause it's <laughs> fucking Netflix again. Right. So imagine watching this like piecemeal where you're like, oh, okay, this episode. And then you go and you How can st- interact with them on why <laughs> this really infuriates me. Like why know. wouldn't they advertise it? Like they advertise every show coming back in. Well, they're doing it with Castlevania coming back March no. 5th. Why not just like post in your uh, you should watch these mm-hmm. things of shows that I will never watch? Why don't they post like coming and follow us on follow Carol on Tuesday's adventure on Instagram? Yeah. And I, just they post like excerpts with no spoilers. Why not do that? I have no idea. Because I doubt that the excerpts like explain the story. It's probably like, here we are recording with this person. Here we are doing this. Yeah. They're that most, would be yeah. brilliant. Fucking Netflix, man. I have no idea. I Their algorithm think, yeah. didn't tell them to do it, so beep, bop, beep, bop, one, zero, zero, one, one, one. I don't know. More oh, shows yeah. should do it. I could see more shows going towards that because I thought it was a really unique idea. But yeah, definitely go check out the show. What was your ranking? Was must watch? Yeah, definitely must watch. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I loved watching it. It was never a chore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it has great crossover appeal. So if you have a person that is on the fence about anime, this is one of those shows. And it makes sense because... So is Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. You got anything else for this week? No, that's it. I think we covered a lot. Yes. Next week, our big mid kind of almost end almost, yeah. season review. How much catching up do you have to do? I have a fair amount of catching up to do. You cannot pay me to watch Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. That's the one that's really holding you up, isn't it? Yeah. But didn't we trade shows? Yes, we did. But I'm we watching... The Case Files of Julia Richard. Yes. And you're watching? Here in Asura. Oh, okay. I don't have to watch so that's, oh, what, that's yeah. right. <laughs> the reason I forgot about it is because I was like, yes, and removed it, removed it from my queue, so I don't have to watch it anymore. Spoiler alert. Uh, it does not get better. No. Don't tell me it gets better. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that. I was the just game's still say going on. The game <laughs> just ended. Oh, my God. It's a few days ago. Six episodes. It's going to be in my review. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, tune in next week. We're going to yes. talk about uh, mid-season thoughts. Mm-hmm. Maybe some surprises. There you go. Maybe not. You never know. Case file of Jewel <laughs> Richard for show of the century. Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. Send us questions and show requests 
or ask for stickers. We have stickers for free to oh, give away. We do. Yes, please. Our email is newtaku2019 at gmail.com. We'll talk about questions on the air. We'll send you some free stickers. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Frank. And gambateo. Gambateo.